Because the hardest thing, bro, was we lost that semi and we had to play another game mm. next week. So um, even though I think, like I said, we played that game, we had to like review it as hard as it was and then play a game. I think afterwards, I remember one point vividly where we got a chance to go around everyone and talk about how we were feeling. <laughs> pretty much wow. and I think no mental skill can ever um, top that about mm. just sharing how you're feeling and, mm. and sharing what's on your heart what's on your mind and um, at that stage it was quite, quite raw and just hearing boys be vulnerable mm. like hearing my brother there speak about how he's feeling that's so powerful because it just allows me because in my mind I'm like I'm just going to sit here and say I'm all good right and then then you hear one person and you're like holy Katie you're feeling so it, it brings my confidence up to be vulnerable and speak and share I had my family there so I lost the game mm. and I was gutted of course I was gutted you know mm. but I see my wife and kid and yeah. man <laughs> it's like there's way more bigger important things yeah. than a game of rugby Hey everyone, just a short little intro to set up today's episode with Adi Savia. Look, I wanted to film it on the phone and not all the microphones and all the big stuff because for me today's episode with Adi represents what life is like, the power of life when we strip everything back, when we keep it simple, when we when we listen to the lessons that life offers. Today's episode with Adi Savia is has to be one of my all-time favorites and and I mean I'm an emotional guy and I say that on every episode but the fact that Artie was brave enough to you know a different bravery than the than the Artie and the bravery we see on the field from our All Blacks today's bravery and courage is about being open being open to feeling being open to the unknown and learning how to like Artie says, find the blessing within the storm. So if it's your first time on the podcast, welcome. My name is Will Fleming. And uh, yeah, I go deep and I talk about life and the interesting and fascinating and sometimes frustrating facets of how complicated and simple this life is. Look, let's get into the episode with Artie Savia. Welcome to my podcast. For those of you who are back again, thank you so much. You all blow my mind, and we are in a time of calming our minds. Artie shares today tips he uses before the big match, and I try really hard to relate how unknown and weird it must be for our All Blacks to go on to the world's biggest stage with eyeballs looking at them, feeling uncomfortable. That is like, not like, but the most uncomfortableness that we're feeling right now is coronavirus, is the feeling of the unknown. And Artie talks about and shares his tips and tricks to getting through day to day. Let's get into the episode with Artie Savia. Thank you all for blowing my mind. Sweet Artie, we'll kick it off, man, because we've got so much to get up to today, like going back to families and not allowed to go anywhere. Hey Adi, um, thanks for joining me, bro. This is a, bro. I say it every time in the podcast. It's a unique time in history, where, where we're like on this lockdown. Like sometimes I wonder about how how we'll remember this time. You know, obviously there's the fear, there's the panic, there's the worry, but also there's this there's this idea that you know when we were messaging back and forth, it's like we got family and we can have time with them i mean you do so yeah. much travel and stuff are you like I, I try to be positive so are you just enjoying like having time to spend with your loved ones bro man definitely yeah like um even though it's a, a tough time for many mm. um this has kind of been a blessing in disguise mm. uh, for us and our family um like yeah we spend family time when i'm playing footy but to be able to spend like a full week a full day with like, my little one mm. is quite uncommon um, with the work that I do. So, um, man, we're just enjoying it. Sometimes it's full on, mate. It's full on, <laughs> but it's you like you just wouldn't have it any other way when yeah. you look back at it. Eh? It's almost cool yeah. too that 
we don't have the options to go you know because in life we we kind of get busy and work and commitments and all these things and now it's like actually you just got to stay home and you just got to yeah. look after what's around you um one of the things i was wondering what you guys are doing are you still like training and stuff do you still have to like report in and and kind of you know test how much fat's on the body or anything or is, <laughs> is everyone kind of chilled out at the moment yeah we, we still kind of like not full on but um, close to that like we we catch up about once a week twice a week on zoom um just pretty much checking up on each other um we've got an app that we kind of signed up to so when we do our running sessions like going running on the road mm. it records that and the trainers can see um that we've done the session um, there's an app where we have to weigh ourselves twice a week just to <laughs> just to just make sure that you know we're we're keeping by and mm. yeah we've got weights like programs or if you don't have weights then just like um, body weight workouts and stuff like that right. just to keep us ticking over it. you know and there's a, like a uh, I've talked to plenty of psychologists on the podcast and one thing they say about this moment in time is like everyone is kind of like on the same level and it's so interesting to try and even think about what that means you know like but but the idea that you do have a weight and it can be your body and just the idea that you got to move it around and like one of the things I've been exploring through this journey of the podcast particularly now is what do we do when we are in these harder situations in life you know and I mean I think that's quite a trivial thing to say like oh we have to kind of get over adversity or something like that but but there is a lot of people kind of doing it tough and because we can't see them because we can't visit them we just have to kind of like be okay with being at home and you know there's obviously the physical fitness of footy do you have you spent much time with like i mean you guys have mental skills people as well and and i mean i guess i'm not really asking you to go too deep into this but but are there generic principles bro that actually could help other people in the like the mental skills thing um and i guess it's things like i am assuming before you go on the field before a big game you're nervous you know and there must be ways of calming your mind or bringing yourself back to the now is there anything that pops in your mind bro when you think about techniques that we can metaphorically bring into our like this is our field you know everyone now in their home this is their stadium and they have to you know maybe when you come out of your room it's like coming out of the changing room and you've got to somehow mentally be prepared definitely man we have we we have mental skills um sessions and lessons uh, wearing the, um, the, the ABs and I think a big one for me that's that's helped me a lot is my breathing techniques mm. so just <laughs> as simple as it sounds but but it's so effective mm. um, especially for myself um, just even when I'm under stress um, I'm angry I'm too hyped I'm excited like breathing just brings me back to like just this calm state mm. and it's usually just three Big deep breaths. True. Usually three big, big breaths, um, and I just find after like after I've taken a third one that like my levels is just like like in, in a in medium. It's mm. just like okay, I'm ready to go. Like um, I know for me on the field, it's like I get really tired, so I like I tire out easily, and I find that to speed up my recovery, to speed up how my mind operates, I'm doing the breathing three times just like slows that right down and I'm able to focus quicker mm. if, if, if that so I know these tough times as well but maybe just when you wake up get up and you're making your breakfast and a, a lot of things are happening in your mind a lot of things that are going through your mind just take some big breaths mm. awesome and I reckon there's heaps of metaphors um, yeah. for this idea of because you know it's very it must be very strange that whole scenario say ab's and then like big big people you know lots of eyes watching you i once interviewed michelle dickinson dr michelle dickinson and and she told me that uh part of the reason people hate lots of eyes on them is because back in the day you know caveman day it meant an animal was watching you and they were going to eat you (laughs) and so there is this weird psychological thing about like lots of people looking at you and and i guess what that means to me is 
you've still got to find a way to center yourself to do the job yeah. hey? and and to maybe yeah. um a few things within help you you know like i guess adrenaline and those type of things and and sometimes i think also too with you know rugby maybe that first bit of contact just like right i'm i'm some it's like the danger zone you know have to forget yeah. about the rest of the world but but i'm trying to really find these everyday things for this experience because i reckon it is as out of it now and when i touch base with people they they talk about this dreamlike state like you know it's kind of like a movie where is this really happening you know like yeah. normally in life we can we can project forward you know we can think about um, birthdays and at the moment it's like we're on like week three and we've got this next yeah. week to go of week four and then what does that mean you know like mm. i can't even imagine what the next steps of rugby will look like like you said mate it's, it's the total unknown yeah bro um and then I think it's just not rugby. I think that's just everyone across. Mm. You know, the whole the whole economy is uncertain at the moment exactly. in terms of what the future is going to look like. Yeah. Um, but if there's something that this COVID-19 is teaching us is to live in the now. Hard out. <laughs> just take each day yep. by day and um, that's all you can do pretty mm. much um, um, for families and stuff. And, and I, I know there's a lot of resources out there that are helping out um, businesses mm. and corporations in terms of um, how they can navigate through this space now mm. and when COVID-19 does stop but yeah man it's the total unknown yeah, at the bro. moment um, but like we have to do man we just whatever happens we just gotta okay, okay sweet that's what it is and then knuckle forward and keep going and actually if you think about humanity because you know like I'm um, I'm kind of like notorious for going too deep on most things, even even like this idea of our sports stars as, you know, there's this kind of primal instinct where we want to see, we want to imagine that we, you know, like, uh, remember you see those things about people fighting lions or gladiators and stuff like that. And and I mean, we package it up and it's entertainment and it's, it's a deeper thing, but I reckon it really speaks to that inner part of us. And, and actually, this is what I'm enjoying, if I can dare say, enjoying about COVID is it's forcing me to look inside. You know, yeah. I can't outsource dinner to McDonald's. I can't go yeah. watch my Netflix because it doesn't mean the same at the moment. No. I'm, I'm much more interested in, man, can I stop being grumpy because I haven't really been around the house this amount of time. Yeah. You know, you mentioned also this idea of being in the now and is that tough also when you think about like long timelines for you with seasons, for example, yeah. how do, is, is it, is it hard or do you be, are you guys coached to not think about that next game and that next game and just think about what's coming up? Yeah, we like, it's, it's totally normal for the human brain to think about the future. Mm. Um, but yeah, for us in the rugby space, we try and worry like just game by game pretty mm. much and, um, nail what we can within that week uh, to best prepare ourselves for that that game that particular week. Mm. And once that game's finished, we enjoy ourselves because we have to mentally switch off and we just can't think about rugby twenty four seven. And we switch off, we unwind, we spend some family time. Then we come back on that Monday, and it's like we we review that game, we get the learnings, we we. Um, st- see what the stuff that we do well and then bang let's move on to the next game yeah, so bro. it's just like <laughs> it's just a continuous cycle like you can't you play well on that Saturday you can't be thinking about that Saturday mm. three weeks later because mm. it's just going to stuff you up so um, yeah for us it's like just worrying what we can't control isn't it amazing like that can apply to us all if we think about it like that like maybe we should have a day and then do a reflection on that day as if it was yeah. a game right and say how was yeah. that and there's so many things I think we, we know we can do it and I was thinking about this the other day like the, the conversation has been about and, and look I really love how the government's done this and given us a level of clarity but there's still a bit on us where we've got to come home and actually realise it's not normal home 
it's this yeah. it's this incubator it, it is something where like if you treat it like a game and say what will we do in a game well first we warm up or first we catch up we say hello properly yeah. you know then we and all the way through like post-match function you know we eat together and then everyone goes off on their way and actually if you think about that it, it gives you an easier way to process it because I know if we just treat this like autopilot or I'll say it a different way if you turn up to a game and you're not ready to play it shows eh? Hard up man and a big thing is structure I reckon um, like like you see like you can just become autopilot and that's mm. when you find yourself um, like being lost or feeling like you're not accomplishing things because you don't have that structure like mm. I know um, a massive thing with being in rugby is that we got our schedules like like we get our schedules of the week ahead you know like we, we're a week ahead so we know what's happening in the week mm. so we're like okay we can plan whereas in this COVID-19 <laughs> you don't know what's happening so like you wake up in the morning and you're like damn I don't <laughs> have to drive to work what am I going to do mm. now so um, yeah I think it's like having like a little kind of structure within your day like you said like yeah. so you can just like bang it out and so you, you've got that that normal kind of routine mm. whereas in, when you're just autopilot and you're, yeah, you can sometimes catch yourself just like not doing anything and then that's when you start to feel yeah, like you're not you're useless or you yeah. know, you're not doing that much yeah. um, but if you can sit down and plan and, and have some structure a little bit of structure then mm. that helps as well man that's awesome and maybe one way to think about this too is that we're getting kind of like a different training eh? that we're with you know before you could maybe outsource it to your work or treating them your boss like a coach or something and now it's Ooh. like you got to look after yourself you got to kind of like ain't nobody looking over your shoulder because you're at your house so you're the one yeah. who has to um you know do your exercise and <laughs> and challenge yourself and and one thing Adi, i was i was actually been wondering how to ask you this and and we can always cut this out because it's not my intent to kind of yeah, misinterpret man. anything bro but but um do you think there's a lot of rugby players, you know, professional ones, who are quietly like um, happy to have a break? And I don't know what that means. All I can say is, for me, it feels nice not to get on that motorway in the morning. It feels yeah. not. And, and I know the economy is struggling. We've got people, but there is an upside to not have to be on this rat race. You know, it's like mm. marketing tickets. We've got to get this done. We've got this. You know, and at the moment, yeah. it's like. Ooh, calm down there's this and and it's not your fault that we can't do all this and i just yeah. wonder if we can also give ourselves permission to just say you know particularly for you guys because your your bodies and your minds you know every week doom 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 and all of a sudden it's like whew, you know is it quite nice yeah. to have a kind of break bro mate it's been amazing yeah um and like I've always I've always seen in like things that are challenging there's always a blessing mm. within the storm you know yeah. or, and we can call this COVID-19 the storm uh, for me it's been being able to spend time with my family work on my marriage being a father mm. um, but I can see um, with some professional athletes where sport is still everything to them right so like having that stripped away from them they're like what do I do now? Like, mm. whereas in this, this, these athletes out there that are family, you know, got families, mm. um, I see this as a blessing. Like, we're, we're so fortunate as rugby players that we are still getting paid during these times. Yeah. Um, like, we still have a job. Mm. Um, so, it's so refreshing just to get away from it because our year is so crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you said, man, we're just like, we're just up, always going, always going we're away for like six weeks sometimes mm. like and just being able to uh, be at home do that and also bro like and also uh, work on ourselves on life after footy yeah like having that opportunity to yeah. like network yeah um, like connect with people you would never connect mm. with yeah if rugby season was on man it's out of this world and um, yeah I, there's some athletes that are in their mindset but then there's also some that are they're kind of in that stage where rugby is everything. Mm. That's all I want to do. Mm. But I think that comes with experience and time in the game mm. where you kind of realise, 
holy love. Yeah. <laughs> I need something else. We yeah. need something else to keep up. And that must and and I think there's lots of parallels, you know, like the fact that the fact that let's say I don't know if you look at a Richie or someone like he would have gone through his career with just go 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 and I'm you know and that's cool but your guys playing now professionally this is quite unique hey where you have this gap and it's like almost like I think about it like you know Neo gets ripped out of the matrix and you can just have that look and say man man okay I'm gonna I know I'm gonna go back in and we're all going back in soon that's the feeling right the the fans the players we're all going back in and we're gonna be committed and it's gonna have this awesome moment of hugs and whatever but we've got a moment here and it's like where do you pivot you know for me it's it's been reaching out to people and having these like almost like these um, conversations in a bubble you know but also the idea that like COVID's asking us to look at where we're vulnerable you know and I love the fact you know because I love me some fast food well it's something I'm trying to fight with as lots of Kiwis are but I love the fact that it's just blunt it's not an essential you know but 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 supermarkets and when I go there and you know vegetables everyone's crowded around them meats everyone's crowded around them and there's almost like a certain clarity that this is provided you know like now my Friday can't be tuning into Sky to watch the game it has to be doing something else and so I think also the anxiety comes in because you know you're like man I've got to I got to make some moves here we've got an opportunity maybe once in a lifetime right that um, that this will happen for us and if we if we kind of got to do it now because once we're back into the matrix then it's the yeah. it's the grind again yeah um, I've always um, yeah like for my, for our family like there was a lot of things that we were doing before COVID nineteen that. I thought that we couldn't live with that or we, we needed to keep doing that to to be happy, to, mm. to be content. Mm. But all of that's been stripped away and we've figured some stuff out within us saying like, man, we don't even need that. Like, <laughs> I, I, love going, I love going out to cafes and having lunches and mm. stuff like that, connecting. And that's been stripped away, mm. but I'm able to survive normally. Like, I'm just yeah, like, bro. I love having making lunch with my daughter yeah. and baking with my daughter then going out to a cafe like yeah. so there's a lot of men like there's a lot of things that um i know are uh, like for our for our family my family that we're going to change mm. from what we were doing before COVID 19 because mm. we just don't need that stuff and that's the right call i think that that we all know we need to change you know we have so many things in our lives you know like we you know you can see statistically that that a lot of people aren't happy you know we have kind of horrible mental health and all these things yeah. and and now is the time to kind of reset and say why why that because there's lots of things you can uh, outsource your life to eh? you know and, and sometimes yeah. I look at myself and I say man the cell phone that's amazing but far out it's this portal into a never ending story eh? and it's like that's it, man. and, and you've got to really control it and it's it's actually one of the um, one of the most interesting things I think about is whatever it is going on now. Like me and you are chatting over the internet, and for years the internet has been kind of seen as you know trolls or you know um, yeah. kind of where people can just leave comments. But I kind of yeah. thought it's pretty awesome now that we like that's the only way we get to talk to each other, you know. That's it, man. And even that's if it. we wanted to, I couldn't fly down or you couldn't fly up. That's, that's gone for now and so it's yeah. kind of like whoa what does that mean and and yeah. I guess yeah I guess what it means is just um, we well don't take things for granted you know <laughs> you know it's, yeah. well, it's having a lot a lot like a laugh with mm. a few of the rugby boys like um, you know because we we train and we're so used to having these gyms and like these mean weights and yeah. these walk bikes it's like because we've been in the game so long, it was mm. like, I can't get fit without all those equipment. <laughs> yeah. But then that makes me, like this, being at home during this time, it's like, it's brought like memories of when I was a kid growing up and the old man would just make weights out of like the chairs outside. Yeah, bro. <laughs> just using the road as like a rugby field. And mm. um, it's kind of just, just brought that memory back and like, I'm doing press-ups, sit-ups, and that's all I need. Mm. You know, whereas in, being in this matrix man like yeah. before and it's just like 
you think that you need a lot of these things. Mm. Um, and for me, a big learning like at the moment is like, sharks, <laughs> I've survived before with nothing. I can do it. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, eh? bro. And, and yeah. our ancestors have too, right? Like, oh, man. that's the thing is, I actually think the reason... And I don't think we're saying it as much as, well, I don't know, I'm no psychologist, but I know there's a tension in us because we feel bad at the biggest scale. But on a personal yeah. level, I know all of these things inside us are like our live meaning, you know, our meaning of, um, and it's weird because you would think actually, you know, you think about you on the biggest stage, you know, cameras, millions of people, but actually now you're getting those feelings of, I just got to make that sandwich with the daughter and you know (laughs) I just got to try to like get through the day with for me anyway it's like try not to make people angry at me one of the things my wife likes to say to me is hey man you're way nicer to your podcast guest than us and I'm like all right I take that feedback and I'm going to try those three breaths you know because I can find myself sometimes when you feel yourself like wanting to like um you know like whinge or or kind of yeah. say you you did this maybe just like sitting back and just like <sighs> just that those three on, and just give you a little space eh? <laughs> that, that, that little time I'm, I'm nowhere near perfect um but i'm exactly like you brother like mm. when I, I either just walk away and breathe mm. i'd rather that than me talking and being like pointing the finger mm. that leads escalates where <laughs> you just go out and just take that it must be hard for you, you bro and you're saying I'm sorry honey I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Your, your, your people can say to you hey you're an all black you should act better <laughs> that's hilarious yeah, but nah man it's cool that we are it is cool that we kind of all feel like I mean because we are right we're all humans and this is the thing we forget you know I like that I'm not hearing a lot of arguing about you know who's this and who's got that it's like man everyone everyone, uh, a royal family member can get COVID and that that is proof that we are more similar than different and I hope we don't forget that you know like I've asked the psychologist I said what happens after what do humans go back to you know and they're like well some will use this moment to kind of empower them to be different to to remember some will not some will kind of be overwhelmed by fear but they said you know all of everyone's different everyone's different and so when I realized that I just thought to myself man I'm just going to try and talk about the things where we're the same, you know, and we all need to breathe, right? We all need to eat. We all need to drink. And I think those are the things where, like you're saying about press-ups, like it's not about how many you can do. I think it's the fact that we can all do one. And you see lots of those challenges going around online and, and, you know, you could do a burpee or you could just like. You don't need a bloody bench bar and like weights mm. like do sit-ups Hard <laughs> like or press-ups and, yeah. and the, the beautiful thing everyone can do it and yeah. it just kind of made me think like I used to do that before like professional footy mm. and that's what kind of got me to mm. that stage you know mm. so it's kind of been a like a I don't know, like just to humble myself kind yeah, of thing. Bro, like, yeah. you know, kind uh, of thing for you know? all of us, for all of us, like, you know, it's funny because eh, sometimes as our traditional society, you know, the dude goes out and does the work and come home. And, and actually, I think when, when sometimes when I get grumpy, I'm like, hey, man, I'm paying for this stuff. And now we're all home. And so it's like, yeah, I should cook too. You know, I should do yeah. the washing. I should help out. And it's it's kind of weird because when there is a like a, a bigger crisis, I don't know if, if you have noticed this, but it seems to be less about, you know, this is my role, this is your role. It's just like, let's just do this, you know, let's do yeah. this together. And, um, together, yeah. and I guess it just goes to show how many things, if we're not watching, if we're not active, if we're not like mindful, things can creep into our life, eh? like those later shoes yeah. or, uh, yeah. and they're cool. But the funny thing about press-ups is it works too with bare feet you know and and the same thing with um with conversations like uh, i've noticed that my wife has a big puzzle out now and yeah it's like a thousand piece puzzle and it takes days to finish it but everyone just comes along 
fixes a bit of puzzle it's, and yeah. then moves on bro and and the tv's off way more so look i guess it's like trying to also acknowledge that man there's some hard times ahead but but i kind of feel like for the first time in a while humanity has got this because we've been through this we know from whatever corner of earth our ancestors are from one thing they they did is they they know how to suffer and they know how to wake up tomorrow and hope you know and and that's kind of what i think we should we should be scared we should be worried but we should also just just hold that hope eh? you know and and ask yourself um you know what what brings you hope because I, I seriously reckon that with busy schedules you know it's like i think about for you guys particularly in season all your hours are planned hey and it's like yeah. man how am i gonna how am i gonna just get that little bit for me and i mean i guess you can but if it's a flight you might be yeah. trying to fill that flight with netflix or yeah. games and stuff like that and um it might be just interesting to just to think about this break and yeah man what what lies ahead so have you used this time bro to kind of think about life after footy is is that is that something you guys do um this window mate is like I'm, i've always been that person that's mm. like i have to have something else because like i've seen it and i'm i'm real like um how, oh, how can i say it like um I see and I've seen a lot of ex-players and articles about mm. the transition zone with rugby into afterlife and it's not that good mm. and, it's, and it's been a struggle and I don't want that like, yeah. you know, I, I want to um, have that transition into something else yeah. as smooth as possible and mm. I just see footy as something that I really really love to do um, and it provides it's like a um, it's like a pretty much a platform where it provides for my family and I can love love it it, it bringing me income and that's awesome but it's also like a stepping stone into other things after life like yeah, the people bro. that you meet um, the sponsors like mm. just everything that you learn um, and I'm in a space where I'm learning business I've got the clothing line and been in like some meetings where I'm sitting there and like a lot of the skill set, a lot of the things that we learn in rugby also applies in business. Mm. But it's just different language, different terms, but the whole concept's there. So I'm sitting there like, I'm thinking like, I'm not that smart and I don't understand like business. Then they start talking about culture and all this, all these things. And I'm like, hold on. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know, like you know, like, yeah. and, um, this time it's just all about like just trying to learn and, and grow in areas where I think I may tap into afterlife mm. um, and that's just connecting with people um, through <laughs> I just discovered LinkedIn so I'm grateful I discovered yeah, LinkedIn because I've people I've like me spamming you hey yeah, come on my show come um, on my show <laughs> but it's just, it's just a great opportunity to, to think um, what you may do after footy and, and it's an awesome time to just reach out to people yeah, bro. and they may be in those specific fears. The mm. rest thing you want to get is a, a no or a scene or exactly. a no reply. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the best thing is you might get a person reply to you and, and are willing to help. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, massive, massive window of opportunity for us. Yeah terms of life after 40 like because you obviously have your podcast and and it's quite different like i don't remember any other professional rugby players having podcasts you're probably one of the first ones um particularly in new zealand and and also like not having um kind of scripted questions and just having conversations and man i I mean you've obviously seen your feedback when you read the comments and it's like yes we love to watch our heroes but we also like to hear about them in other ways than the news reporting a little thing about yeah. whatever happened. Like it's cool just yeah, to man. hear everyday stories, you know, about um, people's lives. And the funny thing about a podcast, and you must experience this too, when you're in a conversation with someone, all of a sudden these things start coming out that you yeah. didn't realize you're going to talk about. And this yeah, seems man. to be where people on in the digital world are loving it 
because it's yeah. like oh man i can i can do my dishes and hear the story from Adi, you know and, yeah, and and before it was like ah cool i have to tune in or i've got to find the card in the webbix box but now you can do those things and yeah. hear about that time like now where you were just your dad was making weights out of um cheers <laughs> you know and it's like far out that's that's cool and you know, sometimes yeah. I think it's taken a while, but I do hope that the internet is finding, and I still haven't worked out how to say this, bro, but you know how we we have senses in life, like we can see, feel, touch, smell, yeah, but yeah, for the internet, yeah. we don't have one, and I, I hope we're creating one, which is, uh, I think like Joe Rogan and those podcasters kind of invented this long form talking, and yeah. I imagine it, it's like sitting around a campfire, you know, you know, or some of the best yarns you have is when you're driving and you can't look at the other person, but you're having these massive deep conversations. Yeah. And there's something about oh, podcasting yeah. where it, it taps into that. And particularly yeah, for the listener, you know, like they'll be listening now and just being like, whoa. Man, podcasts are awesome, mate. Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, like you said, bro, it's um, so many times where I've been out I love coffee connects. Mm. I love going to a cafe and have a coffee and just connecting with the brothers. Yeah. Um, and there's times where we've sat there for hours just chatting about life, everything. And we're like, man, yeah. if only like we had a camera here mm. <laughs> so we can share this conversation to people that may get something out of it. I and then that's where the whole podcast, I started listening to um, Ice and Gary V and, um, reached out to them and how they started their podcast. Oh, reached out to Ice, mm. how he started his podcast, and um, I just gave it a crack. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Something interesting too, as I look from the outside in, you know, you're also paving the way for these things to become normal it's because yeah. there, there is there is no people you can look back to and say, how would you navigate this? How, like, mm. that is an interesting dynamic of speed versus getting everyone on board and i think yeah. definitely there is a transition and the fact that you can do it uh you know that yes there is the brand and then there's the you and they have to yeah. work in harmony and i think that's what yeah, we're learning a- in life right there's the version of us that goes to work and there's the version of us that goes home and those two people can be slightly different even though they're the same soul or whatever yeah but we just got to find that tension. And I reckon it's like, it's that metaphor again with breathing, but metaphorically that the, the, the brand owners, they also need to take that breath and just say, what's happening here? You know, what is our, what is our big move? And I think it, this stuff might help us with that. Um, but definitely you're in a, you'll be remembered in the kind of interesting position because you also had to contend with doing the, you know, doing the mahi and also like, what's my opinions yeah. on things, you know? And yeah. and I like it actually personally that we will move to a world where it comes out of your mouth versus via others, you know? Yeah. Because it's just like uh, the, the Chinese whispers, man. Mm. Like you, you, you say something and it goes down to the end. Mm through different channels the, the story changes and yeah. that's where a lot of players like you see us when we do media conferences mm-hmm. or we're like robots mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we say like because we're too scared that it's going to get taken out of context yeah. Yeah. whereas in, I think we're starting to learn well I've certainly learned that I can just tell my own story from mm-hmm. my own platform and mm-hmm. this is what technology and the digital world has given us yeah. is we don't need to go to um, media and announce my new contract signing I can just do it on my own channel yeah, yeah. not only is, is that like not only people can just come and source from my own mouth mm. it, it builds it builds personal brand it builds eyes on like you know and mm. it's, it's, I think it's a, um, a time where in the rugby industry um, where the outlook on social media the outlook on um, the digital world is starting to change now because um, during these times all we can do is through the phone exactly Where and, and in the past I think in the rugby world um, we've seen that the phone and social media as a, a negative thing there's mm. such a negative connotation on it mm. whereas and now we're starting to see a lot of the, the good things and the positives and mm. the opportunities that that um, 
that rugby can can grow in. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, man. It's a bro. We live in an interesting time, eh? Oh, like I sometimes, it's crazy, man. you know, like I think about my mum and their journey from Raro to come over here, and the, all they gave up for this idea of a Western world, you know. And yeah. actually, I sometimes think, man, if you stayed there and I was born there, we'd have no coronavirus, and we'd just go get those coconuts and you know sit down yeah. and have a mean feed, but again i think it is that balance of we want to acknowledge both you know we want to be proud to be able to jump online but also you know like i can't wait bro to go and swim at the beach you know i can't wait even if it's cold man it's like man i gotta get in there because and and also i'm i like the well i don't like it if you think of the world as a living thing too imagine the world must be like you know, the yeah. world's playing all black World Cup finals every day, having us smashing the beach, litter, all these things, and the world just gets a like the, the world's got three breaths too, bro. You know, <laughs> I can breathe. Thank you for not just stomping on me the whole day. And, yeah. and this is what the COVID 19 is, man. Yeah. Mother Nature saying, <laughs> I need a break from you humans. Man. <laughs> <laughs> And it's powerful, you know, when That's they can, powerful, when there's no, when there's no games, you know, our national game and no one said anything. It's just like, we're not doing this. And everyone's like, sweet. And it's like, far. that's power. That's power. Yeah. When mother nature's like, you guys stop <laughs> Olympics, stop. And everyone's like, okay, we got your back. Cool. You know, did you always want to play footy, bro? Like from when you were a young dude, I'm just thinking about when you were saying about life after footy. No, like I was. I played sport because, like, I was good at it, though. Like, mm. you know, like, you're a kid and you're good at something, you're obviously going to do it. But yeah. there were so many things that I, I loved to do outside of footy, man. Like, um, I loved, like, being in productions, school productions, mm. acting, um, musicals, singing. Um, so I loved productions. I, you know, I loved, like, um, I don't know, like, I wouldn't say, like, I say design, like, pretty much innovating like yeah. innovation creating um wasn't good at drawing or anything but like just ideas were always in my head mm. about like you know like certain trends or yeah. something like that yeah um so i was <laughs> i was a i was a dude that was so um curious about everything and had a lot of ideas um yeah loved loved expressing myself mm. acting and, and singing and whatnot dancing and mm. a lot of those things um and has that yeah, changed though in professional footy are you able to express more like when you first were kind of like you know intern or whatever they call it you know the early yeah. days was it about were you able to show who you were or did that kind of come later yeah so what you're seeing from me now is the kid at, at college whoa cool uh, straight up man like when I got into professional footy man it just like got squashed out of me really yeah, man, like, you know, you, you're you an 18-year-old going into a professional environment, old school, mm. like rugby, tough dude, like, you know, that, that, that stereotype, you mm. have to be this tough guy, you can't, like, no, I'm not saying you can't show emotion, yeah. but like, you, you know, yeah. you can't be a, like a... Yeah, um, like seen as a weakness, eh? Yeah, like, if you're dancing or like, mm. you know, what are you up to? Like, <laughs> so that got they got kind of squashed out of me like my my personality like all that kind of mm, expression stuff mm. um but looking back now man like I, I just can't wait to get back out on the field because i just want to express myself and yeah, just enjoy bro. it <laughs> i remember scoring a try like i used to score tries and um run straight back to halfway mm. wouldn't celebrate just get up run straight back and um, rico yuani who's another player he's one of my closest boys Remember I scored a try and he's like he 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 doesn't care, like he expresses himself <laughs> and he's like, Let's go like <laughs> pumping me and like because off the field I'm like that with my close circle, like mm. on my normal self. And bro, I turned around, ignored him, ran straight back to halfway. And after the game he turned around to me, he's like, Oi, just be yourself. Yeah. Like <laughs> stop being but it's cause from that start of professional footy kind of got like I just have to be this like mm. straight dude don't express myself and I think it's come through experience and 
kind of the actually um, refinding myself with inside, and that had nothing to do with rugby. It was, it was all the things off the field um, that I had to kind of navigate. Yeah, bro. And now that I've kind of like know who I am, I'm comfortable in my own skin. Mm. I'm just that college kid that used to dance and act, and um, and you can kind of see it through what I'm kind of doing now off mm. the field. That's awesome, mm. and. You know, I think there's one thing for people to see that. I think there's something that we all forget. You know, like for you to say that out loud means a lot because it it kind of subconsciously allows us to think, man, I thought it, he I thought he was doing that. I've been tracking the journey and I thought I'd seen more come out. And now that you say it, like I sometimes think we don't realize how important it is to hear it out loud. Like if you just imagined to yourself that you loved your kid and you said in your mind, I love you, but you never said it out loud, that'd be the most ridiculous stuff ever. If you never said it out loud, you've got to say, yeah. I love you. And I, love you. and I think it's just important that, you know, it's, it's funny too, the things we say out loud, sometimes they're not mind-blowing, they're not huge, they're just like, yeah, I've just worked to go inwards and now I'm back to that dude. And I think it's metaphorical too to everyone's job, you know, you go into work and you become a slightly different version of who you are and yeah. you just want to fit in, right? If it's a macho environment, then you're going to be macho. If it's yeah. where everyone shows emotion, you're trying to like come up to that even if that it's not you. But like what you're saying, man, you just got to like, that's our journey. Eh? That's that. That's the gift and the burden that we have, life. Yeah, it's like, life. sorry, it's, the, it's tough. I know. And that's the space where I've found that's helped me with my footy boats, all mm. the things that I've had to navigate through the journey of life. <laughs> yeah, um, all the, and it was, for me, I thought it was about like growth and growing to another level, man. Mm. It, was, it was stripping back. Mm. For me, it was stripping all the, what society and what I saw society I had to be like mm. it was just me stripping their back and being like actually who or who was I as a kid because mm. that's like when you're s such innocent you're just you and um, yeah just going through that journey man it's um, it's, it's in the storm but like I said there's always a blessing and yeah bro the more I kind of tell myself that like be you, be yourself. Mm. Um, the more I manifest in myself, the more I start to believe it. And then, yeah, just express it. And a lot of the things that we have as males is worrying about what other people think of you. Yeah. And that's kind of been the main thing about me. Like, I went into rugby environment and I was like, I don't want to step out because mm. he's going to... Then I start, like, I start playing little mind games in my head. I got the mm. inner critic in my head mm. saying, damn, he just looked at me like that. He's talking about... So it's just all the, those things going on. Mine as a as a young kid in a mm, professional a yeah. rugby game, um, and it just wasn't until um, I don't know what it is, mate. I don't know. It's just life yeah, growing it's up. Just life. You just yeah, you just go through a stage where um, you want to kind of you don't want to be like that. You want to just really be yourself. Hard but, out, hard out. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Paul Wood. He's a, a fellow Wellingtonian. He's a psychologist. Yeah, he works for the Hurricanes. He oh, yeah, the hurricanes. yeah. He's a yeah. good bugger. And he joined, he joined yeah. me on the podcast because I was like, Paul, we're going into lockdown. I'm panicking. Do a podcast with me. And he's like, yeah, sweet as. But he said to me, like, life always provides the therapy, but you have to be listening. And I think that's what you're yeah. saying, right? That's if you're it, not man. listening, if you're not looking, then the answers yeah. are there. And they just float the on by. The answers are there, man. They just and, float um, on by, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, bro. That is it. So I think about, as we slowly kind of wrap up the podcast, like things people can do, right? And it sounds quite simple. Oh, you know, um, just try and live happy or try and be in the moment. But it never works for me. You know, I know I shouldn't yeah. overeat. And all of a sudden I'm looking at myself like, dude, why are you in the chips again? And it's because I think we have this other capacity in our brain, you know, and it's this, yeah. it's that consciousness and it like looks at you while you're looking at it and it's like I got you I got you and it's that inner voice and sometimes I think well break it all down break it all down and how can we do that well it's by talking to yourself and others about you know just real life scenarios and one thing and I, I don't want to kind of take you there but we'll do it and and again I can cut it out um, with the with the World Cup bro obviously that didn't go to plan right but yeah 
we heard, you know, um, in the media, this collective consciousness around, you know, it went straight to what could we have done different, A, B, C, whatever it is. And what I'm interested in, bro, is like the process that you go through with, you know, there's a, just if there is a process, because uh, when we're outside looking in, we imagine that there's a steps you take, you know, like, okay, we've got to get over the disappointment, but how? And I guess what I mean by that is not to go through into detail, but for us yeah. at home, if maybe at that World Cup is for us like, man, my company's closing down, you know, man, I, I don't know how I'm going to pay these bills. And was there kind of mental skill sets or physical things you guys did just to help you with the loss? Because the hardest thing, Bo, was we lost that semi and we had to play another game mm. next week. So um, even though I think, like I said, we played that game, we had to like review it as hard as it was and then play a game. I think afterwards um, we couldn't get mental skills sessions, but I remember one point vividly where we got a chance to go around everyone and talk about how we were feeling, <laughs> pretty much. Wow. And, and I think no mental skill can ever um, top that, about mm. just sharing how you're feeling and, mm. and sharing what's on your heart, what's on your mind. And um, at that stage, it was quite, quite raw. And just hearing boys be vulnerable, mm like hearing my brother there speak about how he's feeling that's so powerful because it just allows me because in my mind I'm like I'm just going to sit here and say I'm all good right and then then you hear one person and you're like holy okay they're feeling so it, it brings my confidence up to be vulnerable and speak and share and um, I think it wasn't necessarily um, like specific mental skills yep. like yep. like you know um, I think just talking about it, bro. It just sounds like you guys were just being human. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> just being human and and talking about it. And I certainly found for myself talking about it. Um, I was just releasing it. I was just taking it off my shoulder. Mm. Whereas in like, um, yeah, I think that's a massive point. And um, for and so many people were different. Like there were, there would have been guys that would have had mental skills mm. help to deal with the loss. Yep. Um, and there was there there were others like myself where I had my family there, so I lost the game, mm. and I was gutted. Of course, I was gutted, you know. Mm. But I see my wife and kid, and yeah. man, <laughs> it's like there's way more bigger, important things yeah. than a game of rugby. Oh, um, so it, everyone's different, but for mm. me, it was like sharing it, and then kind of seeing the things that really matter to me in life, and that was my family. Mm. Um, they kind of lighten my mood I still have people at this day that don't like to talk about the World Cup in yep. front of me because it's a touchy subject yep. but for me it's like man it's okay bro and and well two things one that would I I, I really cross my fingers one day that you know and I guess we could, don't want to go too much into oversharing but the fact mm. that that you know you guys had that talk that would have been an awesome podcast. Not, not, not really, but you know what I mean. Like the fact that yeah. people could hear the the rawness because this is us. We are raw, and if we don't I share don't, that, yeah. people can imagine that you don't have those feelings. That it's just business as usual. We get back up and we go. And what I like is I related it straight away to a strategy we could all bring into our lives. Okay, so business is not good, or health is not good, or something is not good due to COVID. And what did you guys do? Well, you said it. No mental skills going to help you. You had to lean into each other as humans. That's you had to share. That's and we could. everyone can do that, eh, bro? We can do it. And it's <laughs> scary and it, it sucks. Yeah. But maybe it's the family sitting down and, hey, Artie said it. We all have to share one thing about what's not going right. That's it, How did we it. not play as a team today as a family? And if we do that, yeah. we give ourselves permission to, right, not sit there and suppress it. Hear someone being brave. And oh, and yeah. share it too, and, and it's, it's, it's yeah. buzzy, bro. Like people can listen to this and see a professional athlete in all black mm. speak about mm. these challenges mm. and and the tools that we use and all the skills. Mm. And like you said, man, all the skills that we use 
pretty much anyone can do it mm. and they can apply to everyday life mm. <laughs> just being a human man yeah dude that's amazing that's crazy, eh? like the podcast please blow my mind and we're talking about things we can all do it's not about you know the, the this and the that that we think it's going to be it's about all that's blowing my mind is, man, we've got to talk. We've got to, we've got to talk to the people that we tell ourselves we love the most. And yeah. that can sometimes be tricky, you know, like, yeah, we just, I think we assume that, or we think we're being brave, right? Nah, nah, it's all good. Steady the ship. Yeah. We're carrying on. It's like, nah, man, we're going to sink the ship if we don't. You know, that's patching those holes. That's yeah, doing that. yeah. Oh, Adi, it's been that's awesome it, to um to kind of pick your brains and you know, I guess more than pick your brains, bro, share this moment. You know, like what I've found oh. this portal that we create in the podcast that it helps us not think about the massive picture. You know, yeah. and for people listening or, or watching, they're going to be like, ah, cool. That was a nice way to share time, to acknowledge the moment and to hear some stories but also like you know we got work to do now you know yeah. after this potty man we all got to get out there and i don't know maybe it's do that one press up or maybe it's connect with that person in your family because we're like you know we're saying oh, i don't like being jammed together or it's calling someone and and i like the best thing is man we, we can do this and actually going forward too that makes us less vulnerable you know we don't want to be vulnerable to these no, things no. like corona man we want to like you know look at it for what it is it's this you know it's picking on us and um i've spent ages kind of thinking through this you know like the fact that it goes after your immune system is freaky you know it yeah. doesn't go after how you look it doesn't go after your skin oh. color or your height but it goes after your your immune system yeah. and it's asking us it's saying be more resilient be stronger and put yourself in uncomfortable zones and yeah. you know like one of the things i've been trying is um i have you heard of wim hof yeah, yeah bro. that's where so, the breathing technique yeah, came from. Right? Oh, true, mean, mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I spoke to a six-time kickboxing champ called Jason Sutty, and he's the New Zealand version of Wim Hof, and uh, he went to learn with women. He just talks about when you breathe in that way, you don't just get a calm feeling, you also awaken something in your immune system which says yeah. i got to be on edge and i yeah. love that bro we've got to be a little bit um brave to try new things you know, I know and, um, you just never know man they've proven with um, the ice man that like breathing and his techniques mm. can like kill bad yeah like germs yeah, like, like just like infections inside yeah, hey? yeah yeah i don't know how it works bro. no but, i think well i was trying to pick that Jason Suddy's um, brain and he said well what happens is viruses we have a pH level or something in our uh, yeah. blood and viruses attack the ones with high pH level so the breathing through the oxygen and depletion uh, equalizes us so it means they like come hunting but they can't get us and I mean look I guess I'm no doctor or scientist but I'm human yeah. and I like the idea metaphorically that you just have to breathe as well as be healthy and and go to the doctor get your checkup and stuff like that but again man it's like we can do stuff too hey it's cool having the pill to fix you but we can do stuff too and um like also just this idea of fasting you know that if you don't eat for a little bit your body starts repairing itself and if you think yeah. about it like man I, I could eat all day and like that's what's damaging us too so yeah i guess there's there's a bunch of um bunch of tips here but i have to ask one favor and i know everyone says that to you hopefully this isn't a bad one my um, my mum is currently recovering from cancer right so she yeah. is one of the people who has a super low immune system but one of the things from taking this pill is her hair grew back in like a little afro way and my dad keeps cracking up he's like you look like Artie severe and i said to her um, hey, I'm going to chat with you. And she said, oh, take a FaceTime snapshot and show Artie. So I have to do this, even though I yeah, said to her, I said, you're going to make him hang up on me. So I don't know if you can see it there, bro, but... So anyway, bro, that's just a bit of crack up. But like, it's the little things in life that keep us going, right? And, yeah, man. And that's there is... Enough. And I wonder too, you know, when you go through these kind of difficult things to get over, it's about trying to keep that humor, eh? Like, yeah. we kind of feel guilty to have crack-ups now, 
but um, the psychologists have told me, like one of the guys I had on the podcast is a crisis negotiator. So you call him when there's terrorism. And he said to me, the most thing he's worried about is that we're not smiling as much and that we need to smile. So that's why I kind of pushed that in because she was smiling so much, this idea of you having a look. And I think people who are listening or watching they're like oh that's crack up you know that's this is so unprofessional and all this stuff but that's the stuff that we um because i guess when you're playing high level footy you must have to joke right you must have to have your time off to crack up with the boys yeah definitely um any chance we can we do Mm. on the field we do um like and we've got like crack up jokers (laughs) in the team but like and like yeah, we, for humour and having a bit of banter, mm. um, just just a laugh is so important. <laughs> Can't be serious all the time. Yeah, just man. Do your head in. That's it, bro. That's it. Um, Adi, where can people follow you if they want to check out your podcast? Podcast is just on Spotify, um, Apple, iTunes, and uh, YouTube. Adi Savia podcast, it's called. You can find that and yeah pretty much it and across all social channels yeah man sweet as well again thanks for spending time with us bro and I wish uh, you know safety whatever that means in this world but I hope you know all the best and for those listening too you know it's like just day at a time mate that's all we can do just get through today um, and go back and have another listen there's heaps of good little tips and tricks but um, yeah Adi cool man thanks for blowing our mind Thanks, thanks, bro, and send my love to your mum too, my man. Hey team, hope you enjoyed that episode with Adi. Like I said, one of my favourites. And Adi, thank you bro for joining us on the podcast. Just before we wrap up here, I want to give a quick shout out to my Patreon page. For those of you who have been tracking the journey, uh, I've started the Patreon. I am asking the listeners who find value in the podcast content I create to consider donating 10 bucks to the podcast. Uh, Daniel is a podcast supporter on Patreon. And what happens when you're a podcast supporter on Patreon is you get a shout out on the podcast every week. So Daniel, hello again. Uh, If there's an algorithm tracking this podcast, Daniel, your name must be coming up. So good work. $10 a month gets you on the algorithm. Okay, team. Um, Look, final thoughts on Artie. Just, wow. I want to go listen to it again. It was a pleasure to interview him. It was a pleasure to edit the podcast. And it's a pleasure to hear the feedback that I get for all the podcasts. So it's like this win-win-win scenario. And sometimes, you know, I talked about the algorithm for Daniel. There's an algorithm for life. And I think it is that win-win-win. If, if we can win, if they can win, if we can win, we all win. <sighs> That's us for another week. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>